You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. It is my privilege and joy to welcome into this episode Purdue women's basketball legend and current UT Arlington Lady Mavs head coach, Sharika Wright. Sharika, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Thank you, Adam. I appreciate it. It's awesome. It's, it's good to be back and see that golden and, and black and <laughs> And just to be able to see that bowler up. So I'm excited to be here. Awesome. I'm so glad to have you on. We'll, of course, get into your playing career at Purdue here in a few minutes. Uh, like I said, I uh, told you off before we started recording, I was I was at Purdue at the same time as you. So it was just a joy and privilege uh, to watch you uh, play at Purdue and wear the gold and black, of course. Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit, but let's talk with some more recent events. You are starting off your coaching career in year two uh, as UT Arlington Lady Mavs head coach. You had a phenomenal season this year. Kind of just talk about uh, the season that just wrapped up and how everything's going. Yeah, absolutely. You talk about it was an amazing journey, right, to say um, that you had a chance to uh, be able to experience a lot of firsts for yourself. Um, you know, obviously, I had a chance to experience winning, um, you know, obviously a lot of championships at Purdue and then to uh, be a part of the NCAA trips as an assistant coach under, you know, obviously my former uh, uh, coach at Purdue and, and worked on her as my boss, Christy Curry. But, you know, now you say you you get to experience winning a championship and going to the NCAA tournament as a head coach. And so that journey has been awesome. Um, I was fortunate enough to inherit a really great group of talented young ladies who really bought into the, the program, to the vision um, that I had coming in with my staff. And, um, you know, this year we were able to do a lot of first. Uh, you're talking about being able to uh, beat a South Florida team that was ranked in the top 20. I think that was the first, you know, obviously a top ranked team. We beat Power Five. And then on top of it, to be able to win a Sun Belt championship that we had not won in a while. And then on top of that, to go to the NCAA tournament and, and play a very, you know, very good Iowa State team on their home floor. So it was an amazing trip. It was great to bring a lot of um, exposure to UT Arlington. Um, and to just be able to build on that. And so um, I tell you, there was a lot of great firsts for me, and I'm just excited to continue to build on that. That's awesome. And yeah, and really kind of a technically your second season in, but really truly your first full season because I know there was a lot of COVID cancellations last year. So let's talk about getting to play that full slate. And like you mentioned, the Iowa State, you gave them all they could handle there in that first round of the uh, NCAA tournament. And just talk about just that early success and then kind of building off that uh, from moving forward. Yeah, you know, it uh, – like you talked about, I mean, you're talking about 10,000 plus that was in that arena and playing a nine o'clock game. You know, usually, you know, you're going out and if you're playing a nine o'clock game, maybe you're going to play pickup, you know, that's outside. But, you know, it was an amazing, you know, experience for our, our student athletes, for our fans to be able to travel to that. And, you know, I thought for the most part, we played 36 minutes that were great. Um, and, you know, and again, you know, that's why Iowa State is ranked where they are. I thought that they, you know, they do a really good job of making you pay off those mistakes that you had. And, uh, you know, and I thought we made some mistakes towards the end that really, you know, got the game swung for them in their favor. But I think for us, what we learned about ourselves is that, hey, this is what you have to do in, in order to get to this point and to be able to pull off upsets like this and then to continue to improve your roster. And so, you know, it, like I say, you've gotten back here. You know, our kids have been back into the weight room working. Um, taking a, you know some time off, but just hungry. You know that's one of the things I just kind of talked about, right? It's a process. You don't get it overnight. You uh, you have to take steps to learn how to to be consistent, consistent winning, 
consistently recruiting and consistently, you know, having that culture that has standards and expectations. So learned a lot about myself, you know, obviously again, I, you know, as a player, but more so as a head coach now. Yeah. And you got, uh, a lot of great experience, 14 years, if I correct, counted correctly, 14 years as an assistant. Most of those under, as you mentioned already, Coach Curry, who Purdue fans would uh, recognize from her time up in uh, West Lafayette. And then a couple of years under uh, Stephanie White, another Purdue legend. Just talk about all that ex- experience as an assistant that helped prepare you for this head coaching job. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I remember this whenever I graduated from Purdue and finished up uh, my playing career. And then I got a chance to be drafted to the WBA. One of the things that I told, I told Coach Curry is, is that, you know, I wanted to have an opportunity to get into coaching if you ever have that. You know, it's about networking, right? Even though I played for <laughs> You know, you still wanted to make sure you left that little note in there so she could remember. And um, and I remember this. Um, I was going into my uh, or finishing up my second year uh, with the Phoenix Mercury, and um, she had just accepted the job to go to Texas Tech. And uh, for everybody that knows that, you know, I'm from Texas originally, so I thought that was awesome. And so originally, she was thinking about having me come on as a grad, a GA. You know, it's okay. It can't be that, you know, bad to go back to school and, and get your master's. And then she calls back and says, well, no, I think I want to, you know, have you on my staff as an assistant. And so it's like, awesome. You know, I would love to do that. And then, um, you know, I had my first major injury toward my Achilles. Um, so it worked, you know, in my favor. It was, you know, I always say the good Lord works in mysterious ways. And um, it worked out perfect for me. And, um, and I walked away from something I love and uh, competing and I wanted to really get into this um, mentoring young women. It was a great experience. So, you know, I think what I learned from Chrissy Curry is, is that it is the, the art of building relationships and withstanding that. And um, when you go into these, you know, the parents' homes with these student athletes, it's about letting them make sure they know that they're going to be taken care of and um, thinking outside the box. Yeah. And so I understood, you know, when she's, you know, talk about the name on the door, but more so than anything, do it with integrity and do it to your highest ability. And I learned that from her. And um, Stephanie White just gave me an opportunity to get in the seat and be an associate head coach for her. And uh, with all those experiences I learned from Christy to bring that tour to recruit, to learn what it means to be in the seat as a head coach. And you're talking about the other levels that you need to know as a head coach, how to manage, you know, a budget and how to be able to manage people right every single day. And so, you know, um, when this opportunity came open here, it was the right timing for me. It was an excellent time to be able to come back to Texas and um, you know, Hey, it's been upward since then. Yeah, for sure. You mentioned Texas, coaching about, what, two and a half hours from where you grew up and played high school ball. How cool is that for you to, to get to coach so close to home? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Um, you have a lot of, you know, people who watched you play in high school at Copper's Cove, being able to come up and be able to support you. I've been able to spend some time with my former high school coach, Skip Townsend, and his mm-hmm. wife, Sammy Townsend, who has been around, um, you know, the Argyle area, Fort Worth area, who's coached in this area. So, get to build those relationships back that you hadn't probably had in some time. And so, and then I actually had an opportunity to go down to Copper's Cove and do a little, you know, mini documentary to go back and see some things and kind of where it all started. Cause it had been a while since I've been back home. And so, um, you know, I think that that is, is great for me because a lot of people get to follow me a little bit closer because I hadn't been, you know, since I went off to school. So um, and I'm just fortunate enough that I'm able to kind of come back here and be in the state of Texas and to be able to build those relationships again. That's awesome. And, and getting to enjoy some warm weather. It's a, it's a balmy uh, 40 degrees up here in Indiana. I bet you don't miss that part. Uh, hey, let's see. You know, I, I used to always say this, you know, when I step foot on campus and I'll be and for four years, I asked myself, you know, why I chose Purdue. I knew the, the academics, the education, the program, the fans. Mm-hmm. 
But that weather, uh, <laughs> hey, listen, it, it, it was tough. And, and, and everywhere we went and played, right, it was cold. And so it was like, I'm never going to see the sun as long as I'm up here for four years. But, you know, I wouldn't trade it for anything. It was a great experience for me. That's awesome. We're going to get that in just one second. Before we jump into Purdue, uh, going back to Texas, your Texas roots, you mentioned Coppers Cove. Uh, just talk about uh, playing high school basketball there. Uh, uh, you were the 2000 National uh, High School Player of the Year. Just talk about that acknowledgement for you and then talk about uh, then from that go into the process of how coach curry reaches out and how you do end up at purdue yeah absolutely so um my father um ends up uh, being stationed in fort hood um and ended up working out to be a really good experience for us because originally um from maybe the second grade to the sixth grade we were in fort sill oklahoma and um, my dad was fortunate enough to move down to uh, Fort Hood. That was his last area where he was stationed at, and he was in the military, the army. And uh, and so getting there, um, you know, I played AAU. I knew I loved, you know, playing the game. And so we ended up not staying on base. We moved off of base, and that's where we kind of moved was to Coppers Cove. So you had a lot of retired families or current um, active military families that, we're living in the area, so you either lived in Colleen or you lived in, in Coppers Cove. And Coppers Cove had a lot of, you know, great players come through it. You know, Skip Townsend had been very successful. His wife was at the middle school. He was at the high school. So I kind of was a feeder program, right? I knew kind of what the system was, playing for his wife and then going to play, you know, for him. And I think one of the things that he brought exposure to was is that we went to these big-time tournaments, went to Nike Tournament Champions. And, um, and that's kind of where I think people really saw our team and really got to see, know a little bit more about me. You know, when you watch me, I'm a skinny, about 5'10 type of player that is putting up these numbers. And people didn't really know, very, you know, unorthodox of kind of how I played. And um, we ended up winning that tournament. We went out there with kind of nothing to lose. And we're talking about we're playing teams that are loaded with, like, D1 players. And um, we ended up being the number one team in the country. Um, Butler, I'll never forget that. Butler out of Butler, Alabama. We ended up beating them. And, um, and it was crazy. You know, it was the the letters started to flow out. You're talking about we're ranked number one in the country. We brought so much attention. They're like, where is Copper's Cove at? <laughs> and um, and that just kind of just took off, like all the exposure that we had. And so that led to me having a really good career. I played with some really good players. And um, the notoriety came from that. So how Christy Curry finds out about me. So funny story. Her husband, Kelly Curry, his cousin was the head coach at Temple High School. And Temple at the time had some great players, Quita Dilworth, who went to Colorado, um, Mandy Davis, who did spend a, you know, a year with us at Purdue as my teammate. They were loaded with D1 talent. And um, he tells Kelly, like, listen, you guys have got to really see this player. Like, this freshman is unbelievable. And um, at the time, Christy is at Louisiana Tech. Mm. So I'm having conversations with her. And then I think going into my, you know, my senior year, she gets a Purdue job. And um, I get this letter in the envelope, you know, Purdue never recruited me. I give Carolyn Peck a hard time all the time because I'm like, you never recruited me. And um, she reaches out with, the, you know, the big envelopes, great envelopes, right? Got all this stuff in the mail. And my dad, you know, says, you know, do you know where Purdue is? And I was like, no, nah, I mean, I watched them play Tennessee on TV. You know, that was a great game, right? That's kind of what put them on that mm -hmm. that ground to win that championship that year. And um, he's like, hey, it's not far from Indianapolis. Well, I have family that's in Indianapolis, and my grandmother at the time was living in St. Louis. Also, my family was moving to St. Louis. My mom and dad, my dad used to always tell me, wherever you go to school at, 
we're going to be in St. Louis, Missouri. So you have a decision to make. So I'm like, man, that's kind of cool for my family to be able to watch me play. My parents are four hours away. High academics, what I was looking for. Um, so we connected from there. Um, it was a great uh, uh, visit for me. I didn't really visit a lot of places. I think I did Arkansas, Kansas, Purdue, and Texas. And um, they were my last visit. And, uh, you know, Carrie Cremines and Stackhouse and, uh, you know, and Christy Days, they spent a lot of time recruiting me. And so, you know, it was my best fit. And we had an amazing recruiting class come in. So, you know, that's kind of how funny this stuff all connects, right? It's all about who you know. They always tell you about somebody. Yeah, I, I, we'll get, man, that was an incredible recruiting class. He came in with Beth Jones, Lindsey Hicks, Erica Vlecken, <clears throat> excuse me, Shalisha Hearns. And, and then, of course, already some pieces there, of course, with Katie Douglas and Cooper and, and Kelly Kamara. And just talk about, did you visit, when you visit, did you get a chance to spend any time with them? Of course, they obviously had a national title under their wing already. Yes, absolutely. So it's funny. Uh, so uh, Camille Cooper was my host. Okay. Um, and I, uh, you know, it was it was kind of, you know, crazy, right, to be able to spend this time, you know, with these players that you watched on, on, on television. But, you know, very humble. Um it was just fun to kind of be around them at the time. Shanika Parks was still there, you know, as well, too. You talked about Christy's first recruit that she brought in, you know, at that time. And so, you know, I, I enjoyed them. Katie Douglas spent some time with her a lot. I mean, obviously, again, you talk about, you know, a player who has done so much for the program, right? But just to see them and talk about the tradition. And, and, and I had a chance to watch them in the exhibition game on my visit. So, and then I ended up saying, hey, can you take me to the bookstore so I can buy a shirt? <laughs> of course, at that point, you know, you're buying shirts and stuff. That usually is a good sign that they're coming to school there. But um, I just enjoyed, love seeing the tradition, love seeing that, you know, again, they knew how to win. Yeah. And um, and I wanted to be a part of that. I also understood, too, is, is that coming in that I had a chance to play with them one year. Mm. And, um, and that was important to me. You know, I really didn't at the time want to go to a program where it was an absolute rebuild. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I felt like, you know, that's kind of what you, you know, I played in high school. Who's right? Because high school, you don't really find a lot of players that have that D1 talent on it. We had, you know, one that went D1 alongside me. But um, I wanted to really go into a program that was established. And, you know, for me to have that year to grow and then uh, be prepared to kind of take off. But it was a great experience for me yeah. because as a freshman, I got to really learn how, you know, to win and, and what it means to, to lead a program. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Your freshman year, you go to the national championship game. We'll get into that in just a second. You talked about, I, I like how you said that. It was an established program, which to me, you know, looking back and this is, well, you were still in high school, but it was incredible how that program stayed established between going from Lynn Dunn to Nell Fortner to Carolyn Peck to Christy Curry in a matter of, what, four or five years for them to keep that program uh, an established program that, again, was competing for national championships. It's, talk about that and just and then coming in with all that unknown. At least, I, I guess, once you were there, it wasn't known. And it, but before that, I mean, what a... Yeah. Well, I think what you talk about, right, when you have a chance to really research the program, like if, you know, you're a student athlete and you're looking at Purdue, you know what it offers academically, right? You know you're going to get the best education that you possibly can within the Big Ten. But when you look at all the great players that have come through there, all the the great coaches that have gone through there, I mean, obviously you talk about Lynn Dunn, even having the Gail Guest, of course, that was a part of that. And then you talk about Michelle Joseph, who was the all-time leading scorer there still. I thought I was going to be able to catch her, but didn't, you know. <laughs> but big-time player there, and then – you know, you look at Carolyn Peck and what she does, you know, obviously the story to find out, you know, when Nell Fortner decides to go and, and do USA basketball and they can just kind of just carry that over, right? 
I think when you look at all of those coaches, you look at that player to coach relationships that all of those coaches had, which is that you need at this very moment right now, right? Those coach, those players are looking for those player to coach relationships. And and I think that that's probably why, and I not think I know, that's why Purdue has been able to withstand, you know, success. You know, even after Christie left, you know, you talk about what Coach Versa has been able to do for those programs. And now, you know, I love the fact that my teammate, former teammate is leading the program. That tradition stays. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's going to continue to grow. And I know without a doubt, Kay Jones is going to do that. But that is why the women's program has been so great. It's because it's been those coaches who have been able to have those player-to-coaches relationships, and they've been awesome with doing that and building those relationships. That's awesome. You mentioned Katie. I was going to bring Katie up later, but since you had mentioned her now, we'll park there for a second. Just talk about that. I mean, she did such a great job down here at Marion here in Indianapolis. Uh, Mm -hmm. Took over the program. I think was the right hire for the job at the right time. And just, I mean, and then she's thrown into it. She thought she was going to be an associate head coach for a year, and now she's thrown into the mix in year one, let's talk about the job she's done up there so far and just yeah, how bright the future is for that for the program. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when I found out that she got the job, I mean, obviously, well, we have a chance to see each other on the road recruiting and you just look at what she did at Marion, right, to be able to take a job like that and to consistently win, mm-hmm. right? It, 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 it takes work to consistently win on a consistent basis. And so, you know, my thing is, is that when she decided to come back to Purdue, I mean, I, absolutely, she is you know, black and gold through and through. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't ever question that piece of it. She was a great teammate, a great player, you know, there at at, um, at Purdue. And then more so, I loved her as a teammate. She was competitive. And, you know, she was just a different type of player. Her stroke, you know, mm-hmm. again, how she shot it from the three and, and just the confidence that she played with and, you know, the respect that she had, you know, uh, for her teammates. And so, and I know we've had great games together, you know, you know, we laugh about this Iowa game we had and we both had 30 point games and that usually doesn't happen. Right. But I, when she did take over, the one thing that she talked about is, is that she's going to bring greatness back. Mm -hmm. And she kept saying that. And I think that that's the thing she knows is it going to take some time and steps? Because we know it's about recruiting. you got to be able to recruit. That is the, the biggest thing with all of this is that it's recruiting. That's your lifeline of your program. She knows that and she gets that. And so, you know, I, I without a doubt know that she's going to turn that around. Getting into postseason was huge for her. She yeah. needed to get back to postseason and to do that. And um, I'm proud of her. We, we yeah. stayed in contact. I know people see we talk to each other on social media. Um, you know, I think that that's one of the things that to encourage her and um and just continue to be who you are you know you're the head coach there and don't yeah. feel like you have pressure it's going to take time and just know that you got you know your former teammates supporting you yeah that's awesome so great to hear that and you know and she's done such a great job too like you mentioned just the, the greatness thing and, and i think she's done it and said everything in a respectful way too this you know certainly not a, a slam on coach first up she's done it she did a great job with the program but bringing it back to those glorious days of anybody who follows Purdue women's basketball of the late 90s early 2000s when you were there and so, like, I think Purdue fans are excited that she is going to bring them back to that mountaintop as well. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And like I said before, I mean, Coach First, again, comes in and takes over a program. And then you cannot, you know, look down on the success that she's had within the program. And uh, she stayed connected and she stayed connected with us. And so, and again, you know, and it's just it's just time. And, and, and she knows that. She walked away, you know, again, doing what she needed to with this program. And so, you know, we understand the business side of it all. And, um, you know, I think that, like I said before, Kay understands the business the side of it all but at the same time i know she's gonna get it done yeah for sure i totally agree with that all right let's go back to your, your freshman year you walk in with this uh this incredible recruiting class you get to go to a national championship your freshman year at purdue just talk about that experience 
Oh, listen, um, it, it was, it was really, really like for me as a freshman, right. To say that you are going to the final four, like, you know, like people don't really understand like what goes on throughout the year. Right. We had ups and downs in that year. You know, I, I can clear as day remember that, you know, we lost a game and I can't remember if it was maybe against LSU. It may have been somebody I cannot remember in, we had to really refocus because you look from top to bottom on that roster, that, that that roster was loaded with talent. I remember like our practices being so competitive. I mean, you can look over, you have Katie Douglas, Kelly Kamara, Erica Vallette, um, Shalisha Hearns, or not even Shalisha Hearns, Candy Crawford. And then you have Camille Cooper. And then on the other side, competing against them, you have, you know, Shanika Parks and Sharika Wright, Sharice Graham, um, Shalisha Hearns, right? And then, you know, to throw in, you know, Mary Jo, you got all these, like, you, can you imagine just that, you know, going five on five and then still having subs? You got Monique, you know, all these players on this roster. You're like, my goodness gracious, this is talented. It's competitive. And so, um, and then Lindsay Hicks and Beth Jones, like, I even throw them in there too, but like, goodness gracious, think about just knowing that the pickup piece, like playing pickup and practice competing. And um, we came together at the right time. You know, you're talking about when we made our run. And I think we we won the regular season, and then we ended up losing the uh, the Big Ten tournament to Iowa. Mm. And that was in Grand Rapids. And I thought that, you know, again, that really shifted our focus at, at a different level. And we went on this tear. And I remember in our, you know, our Elite Eight or our Sweet 16, playing Texas Tech and then playing Xavier. You know, Xavier ends up upsetting Tennessee to be able, you know, to play us in that. And we made that run, competed at a different level. Erica gets hurt, tears her ACL, which was huge for us. But you talking about Kelly Kamara, who stepped into that role, you know, experience. You know, she's mm-hmm. been there before, stepped into that role, and became that that PG that we needed. And so we ended up going to Final Four, and, and then you're playing, you know, Jackie Styles, who, again, is rushing through the NCAA, right, mm-hmm. and scoring at a high another level. Like, you're talking about an athlete, and again, it's getting scoring done at a high level with, you know, players that probably don't even equate to who we have. And um, I, I remember, like, you know, Christy telling me, hey, listen, you're going to face guard, you're going to stay with her, you're going to run, you're going to chase her down. I was like, okay. You know, <laughs> I absolutely got it and um, did that. And then, you know, she was switching on to Shanika Parts. We were just throwing all types of bodies at her. And we ended up winning that. And then we ended up playing Notre Dame mm-hmm. again, who we also lost to you know, in the non-conference and, and man, you talk about a great game to watch. It's still, they, they still play it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, man, you knew you were right there. A couple of free throws and, uh, you know, a foul that's called on me. I was, you know, I was, re- it was I was a clean block. It was a clean block. And, you know, I was like, listen, my hand never moved, you know, but I get it. You know, it, it's, it's Ruth Riley. Yeah. She's all American, that's of course, only, right? That's the only reason she and got the call. Freshman. I didn't prove anything yet. So, but it was an absolutely amazing experience because you know why? We went back to St. Louis. That's where my family was living at the time. My family got to experience that. And um, and everybody can't say that they've been to the Final Four in the championship game. Yeah, that was an incredible run. I remember watching that as, as my second year at Purdue and just watching that from the dorm room and probably screaming uh, pretty loudly. And, uh, yeah, I thought the block was clean, of course. And, yeah, like you said, they're going to give the senior All-American that call over a freshman, unfortunately. <laughs> 
<laughs> Absolutely. I get it. Stuff, you know, it's wasn't our time, you know, it's um, that's why you got to kind of look at that. But man, it, it was a great experience for sure. Yeah. I mean, and talk about that. I mean, I know this is an individual thing, but you were named uh, all tournament uh, final four team too, as a freshman. That's incredible. And like you mentioned, you get to do that in front of your parents in St. Louis. How cool is that? Oh, it, it was amazing. And, and you know, you got to think at the time, again, who's calling these games and just watching all this stuff. And, um, you know, that that in itself was amazing. You're talking about as a freshman to be on that team. You're talking about with some, like, Ruth Riley and Katie Douglas, right? Shalisha Hearns was also on that, right? I think that that was one of the things that they were talking about as far as the two freshmen that made names for themselves. And, um you know, I will never forget that. And I think that that was kind of our stepping stone, you know, that was leading into the future being bright at Purdue. Yeah, for sure. Wow. It was such incredible. And then your career itself, I mean, a three-time All-American at Purdue. And then you have uh, what I thought was going to be, you know, a, a deep run in uh, 2003, 2004. You're, you're, I was going to say you got a bad bounce, but it's a bad roll off the rim against Georgia. Otherwise, I think that, you know, you're going all the way that year as well. And as, as, as I'm asking this question, I was in my drawer the other day, and look what I happened <laughs> happened to find. For anybody who's watching this on the awesome. watching this interview on our website, I had to pull that out and bring this in for uh, this interview. I couldn't believe I still had that. It was in my gym bag from my basketball days as well. So. That still looks good too. <laughs> so I had to bring that in and get a laugh out of that. But I just talk about your, you know, just the overall your time there, your senior year. And just, I mean, these accolades, I, I could spend another 10 minutes just reading all your accolades, but three-time All-American, uh, your name's up in the rafters at Purdue. I think just recently you were added to the Purdue Athletics Hall of Fame. When you kind of look back at this, just reflect on that journey at Purdue for me. Um, did I know that I was going to be able to accomplish all the things that I did individually? Um, yeah, that, that, that wasn't something because I, I tell you, Probably one of the things that I think that all of my coaches that had a chance to coach me would tell me, will tell you that, um, you know, every practice, anything that I did, I did it at a high level. That's the only thing I knew. Um, my parents instilled that in me. So that was, you know, that was the only thing I, you know, I was going to do every day. I'm going to make sure that I go hard. It doesn't matter what drill it is, I'm going hard in. What I didn't know is, is that all the success that we would have as a team. Um, that probably is something that was probably so special to me. When you look at four years, we won something. It wasn't that one year we didn't win something. So either we won a regular season or we won the, uh, the Big Ten tournament. Um, the individual stuff comes because we had team success, right? Like you, you have to be able to do those things. And so am I definitely, you know, humbled by it? Absolutely. I played with some amazing players, Um and at the time played against some really great players to, uh, to be able to get that. But um, I think more so what I am, you know, grateful for is the experiences and the success that we had as a team at Purdue. That's awesome. Yeah. You mentioned some of those players we were talking before we started recording Kelly Mazzani and Lindsey Wayne. I hated when you guys played Minnesota uh, Penn state because I did not want to lose to those people. Listen, those were great battles, right? You're yeah. talking about, you never, you know, I, I try to think back and look at conferences, but, you know, at the time, you know, people don't understand how tough the Big Ten was. Um, you're, you're talking about, you know, obviously Kelly Mazzani and Tanisha Wright at the time, who obviously is now the head coach head with the Atlanta Dream, who's done an amazing job right now or amazing things. And to be able to be a head coach is awesome. And then Lindsey Whalen, who's back in her alma mater leading that program, who had an amazing career in the WBA and as an Olympian. And just to see them doing so well, like, 
like the battles mm-hmm. that we used to have. And, um, you know, and I think the funny part about it too is, is that all of us, Adam, had, we all three had something different to add to the game, right? You know, Lindsay Whalen was just so like graceful with her body, how she finished different things, how she could finish. <laughs> Kelly Mazzani obviously shot the ball better than any female than I think I've ever seen, right? And was such a quick trigger. Very and good. Yeah, and then you look at me, right? You know, it's just like, again, I'm 5'10", right? Really didn't take a lot of outside shots, but just creative enough to be able to finish around the rim and to do those things. It gets the free throw line, yeah. right? Um, so it's so you're talking about what basketball fans got a chance to really see. Now, on top of the fact that you got Diane Taurasi and Elena Beer, they're all in that class, right? Nicole Powell's, like people that know basketball wins basketball those names in that class in 2000 was unbelievable ashley robinson and with tennessee amazing group but those but us three right there were just in that that conference was you know big 10 was great to watch Mm -hmm. yeah for sure and it led to an opportunity uh in the WNBA. you're of course drafted by the Detroit stock before being drafted on or traded on draft day along with your teammate erica that was pretty cool you guys were both drafted by the shock and then traded a to Phoenix, I know it didn't end up working out for her as far as making the team, but you got to play for a couple years before an unfortunate injury uh, ended yes. your uh, playing career. But as you mentioned earlier, just a great attitude about that, and just looking at the uh, the uh, glass half full perspective of that, how it led to your coaching career. But just talking about that opportunity to get to play in the WNBA for a couple of seasons. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think ultimately, you know, the goal was to be able to play professionally and say that you, you know, you played in WBA um, when you had a chance. You know, I remember I, I remember going to the first championship game with the Houston Comets and sitting up in the stands and watching her mm-hmm. and, you know, again, Tina Thompson, them, Jan Arcane, like, right, those those players that set the standard. Teresa Weatherspoon, you know, obviously was playing at the time. I think Rebecca Loba was still playing with the New York Liberty. And so to be able to watch that, that was always my goal. I'm a big, big, big fan of Lisa Leslie, big fan of her. And, um, you know, to know that you're getting to enter the draft and to be able to hear your name was amazing. And, um, you know, I knew eventually at some point the ball was going to stop bouncing for me. Um, I think it was more so when I knew that the love was not going to be there anymore. I wasn't going to do that. Um, but I knew in my heart that I wanted to coach. I wanted to mentor. You know, I wanted to be on that sideline and add another element to my game. Uh, that was something that was really something I look forward to. But, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I played uh, two full seasons in the, in the WBA with the Phoenix Mercury, played with Diana, played with Penny Taylor, uh, played with some really, really good players. And then alongside, I get to see Lisa Leslie and Cheryl Swoops and Tina Thompson and Don Staley, right? All these, these players that... You know, you watch Laura Jackson, right, to be able to play against those. You know, I just they're having time as an awe, you know, just to be able to see out there and play and to get catchings. But then, you know, I had a major injury. I had not. I was blessed that I didn't have major injuries playing at Purdue. And um, I um, had wrist surgery that summer going into my third year. And then all of a sudden in training camp, I tear, you know, my left Achilles. And, um, you know, and this is the business part of it all. You know, they need those roster spots. And um, I come back and then uh, went to Seattle's training camp. And then at that time, it's when, you know, Christy is calling me about Texas Tech. And, um, you know, it's like, I think this is time and to be able to walk away because I want to get my full time to this, mm-hmm. uh, being an assistant coach. And then sure enough, I'm out there playing again. I tear my right Achilles. And so, you know, at, you know, at Texas Tech, but it's a full circle piece for me. I'm like, I think that, 
you know, it, it works out the way that it's supposed to. And um, the playing career that I have, and, you know, I knew I, I wanted to really turn my attention over to being a coach. Yeah, well, that's awesome. And you had such a great attitude about it. And that's the opportunities God gave you as a coach to learn under Curry, like we talked about earlier. And then here you are, your coaching career is off to a, just a, a phenomenal start. And I just wish you nothing but the best in your career. You mentioned before we were recording, uh, you're getting ready to head up to Minneapolis for this year's Final Four, <laughs> something that we hope to see you uh, coaching in in the in the future. But uh, your just thoughts? Yeah. I mean, did you watch that game uh, last night? I mean, the uh, UConn uh, NC State game was an instant classic. Your thoughts as if you got a chance to watch that as that's unfolding? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think that you know what you look at is is that you really want to see a different, you know, team up in, in the final four. You know, I think one of the things that I've enjoyed about Westmore is, is that, you know, obviously his players and the things that they do as teams. And so, you know, watching a game, you know, obviously Paige Beaker's right. She, it, she's just another level of a player, right. And, and plays with no fear. And I was sitting there watching that game and I'm like, okay, man, Westmore, I say, you got to finish this in, in the, you know, before the end of regulation, like you do not need to go into overtime and, you know, and I know it's easier said than done, right? You know, when you're a head coach that sideline, you know, you've got to make quick decisions. And that's probably one of the things that, you know, I've been learning since I've been on the sideline, right? The game is going at a different level. And in your mind, you've got to slow that game down. you got to be able to see some things and rely on your, 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 on your staff. And, man, I was saying, gosh, you got to go down to Kune. Like, you have to go down to her, you know. And, you know, it didn't happen that way. But, right, everybody's hitting shot after shot. And they're going into overtime. But you know, I just thought Paige Beakers just made big-time shots, you know, in that second overtime. I mean, she hits the three to start it off. And then, you know, they're going under the screens. You know, she's knocking down those shots. But she willed her team to a win. Yeah. That's what great players do. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think Christian Williams talked about it. She said, we got Paige and y'all don't. You know, I think <laughs> that Gino made that comment when Dinah was playing, right? We have Dinah, you don't. Yeah. And so um, it, it you you need those players, those your big time players to make big time plays. We talk about it all the time. Yeah, for sure. And I was hoping Michigan would win that second game, A, for the Big Ten, and two, they have five girls from Indiana here. So it would have been a cool, uh, just a local uh, representation uh, in the Final Four as well. But that obviously didn't work out as well. Do you have a, a team right. you like in the Final Four that you think is going to win it all or want to see you win it all? Or are you not allowed to say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that there are there are great matchups, right? Um, Louisville is going to play with no fear, right? When they go up against South Carolina, South Carolina just has size, and they have you know Leah Boston that again that demands so much attention. She dominates the game. Question mark always comes down to can they hit outside shots, right? That's when the games that they lose, they don't shoot the ball very well. Mm. Well, they've been hitting they've been hitting shots. And so that that's a big deal. Can Louisville sustain it? And then can they compete and make enough shots? Can they contain Boston? Um, right. And then you look at Stanford and then you look at UConn, right? They've had these battles for years to come. You know, Stanford, you know, offensively has struggled some, but again, they're late. You love it, right? And then you know, UConn, right? It is those that young talent. So when it's all said and done, do I see it? You know, I'm going to call it out. You know, can it be South Carolina in Stanford matchup? You know, it'd be great. But I think everybody's looking forward to what? The, the South Carolina-UConn matchup. Gotcha. And so I, I think that UConn is playing with some confidence. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go it out there. I, I'm going to say the UConn 
you know, South Carolina matchup. And, and I think it, this is the year that South Carolina takes it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I appreciate your insight on that. Again, as we're kind of just wrapping up here, Coach, has been so great uh, catching up with you. Like I mentioned off the top, it's just a, a joy watching you play basketball at Purdue and so thankful that you chose Purdue and, and gave us uh, just some uh, joy watching, uh, the, uh, watching the game there for uh, several years in the early 2000s. Uh, as we're wrapping up, anything else that you want to add? No, I think that that's awesome. And again, I, you know, I think my biggest thing is is that you know, to our, our, our border loyals is that, you know, stay patient with it. You know, I think that that's always the thing. You know, we got two great coaches leading those programs, Matt Painter, who is doing an amazing job with that program, you know, continues to bring in talent every single year. And then obviously with Katie Gerald's is, is that, again, she is going to get the right talent in there to make, you know, obviously, again, Purdue a powerhouse that it used to be. And so it's about patience. And, um, and I get it. You know, we all, you know, want to win. But one thing I will always say about Purdue fans is that we stay loyal. We stay loyal to the brand. We stay loyal to the tradition. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's a process in due time. But, you know, again, I'm always a fan from afar. I do be tweeting my train half the time, you know, just to say, you know, make sure it's still there. But, um, hey, I, I just appreciate the time. And, um, and hey, I look forward. I appreciate you letting me come back on and talk. Yeah, awesome. My, it was all my pleasure. And I uh, just look forward to continue following your uh, coaching career, Coach Wright. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. All right. You take care and boiler up. Thank you. Boiler up. <laughs> A reminder, you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod. And you can always listen to, like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and tune in. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.